Welcome back to Answers for Everything podcast. Um, this recording is a little bit late because I've spent the last um, week or two dealing with getting one of my books deleted and um, yeah, just trying to figure out what to do with it next and editing and stuff. Um, I will be doing a podcast talking about that probably sometime in the future, but first I wanted to wrap up this series. Um, so relationship advice. Last In the last podcast, I talked about my own experiences and, um, yeah, and just explaining a little bit of my side, how I learned the stuff that I've learned. Um, obviously I've learned a lot more as well through watching friends deal with stuff, but, um, so yeah, this podcast is going to be about the red flags and, um, common myths that people believe about dating. Um, so the first thing I would say... Um, I'm going to try starting from, from the very beginning of the relationship and then move further along. Um, so the first thing that I would say people don't understand about relationships um, and dating is that you don't want to get an emotional attachment to someone who is not ready to make it into something and someone who's not ready to ma- take steps towards that immediately. Um, you know, I've done the waiting thing, you know, waiting to date. I've done that. I know a couple of people who've done that. It, it just does not work because the thing is the lines become so blurred. You're not really sure. What are you allowed to do? What are you not allowed to do? So you're kind of stuck in this constant tug of war of whether to be more distant or whether to talk more. And you also know that you can't be a lot more distant. Otherwise you will lose whatever there is. Right? Because it's not good for a relationship to have distance. So basically I would say as hard as it is, you know, when you get that opportunity, as hard as it is, if you and the other person are not prepared to take steps towards making it into something immediately. Not saying that you have to immediately, but you have to be prepared to as that happens, right? Because it, it kind of unravels naturally. Um, So if you guys are not both prepared to do that immediately, I would say don't pursue it even. Just let it go and say, you know what, when you are ready, if you still feel the same way, come talk to me. But, you know, nobody's waiting around for anybody. Just let it go. Um, So it's kind of like going back to before you both knew that you were interested, right? It kind of goes back to just you're interested and you're not sure about the other person and you're just kind of waiting around to until you personally are ready for a relationship and that's when you can check back in. But, um, yeah, so that's a common myth, I would say. Um, the next one is when you're looking for someone, look for somebody who is emotionally strong. Okay, so that's not meaning someone who can't show emotion, someone who can't you know, have sympathy and and cry sometimes and stuff. That's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is they have to be able to keep their their emotions under control and act like an adult at all times. Um, So, you know, if they're upset about something, they should be very capable of acting like an adult, you know, not letting it ruin their entire day, 
they should be capable of just kind of putting it aside and going on with their day. Um, Of course, this does depend on the amount of upsetness, obviously, right? Like, if somebody died, well, (laughs) you know, then I think there's a lot more grace for that. But, you know, life happens. COVID happens. Lockdowns happen. You can't spend all of your time moping around. You have to actually just set it aside and get to work with your life. So you want to find someone who can do that because the thing is that when you guys are together, you're going to be depending on each other for support and just for companionship in general. And if you are hanging around with someone who just can't handle anything, you know, everything's going to be on you then. And it's just, it's a terrible situation to be in. You want somebody who you know is going to be strong in the future. And you want to be strong too. Right? You both need to be strong so that you can actually face things together. Because, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Um, The next thing I would say is if you're looking for someone who is going to actually love you, You need to look for someone who can love even their enemies. Because in the moments where you guys disagree, where you're fighting, those are the moments when they are going to treat you the way that they treat their enemies, right? Because temporarily in a disagreement, in a heated disagreement, temporarily they will see you as an enemy. Most likely. Unless they are super mature. But, you know, that's that's the tendency is to view whoever you're arguing with as the enemy. So you want to look for someone who treats their enemies with love and respect because there will definitely be moments where you will temporarily become an enemy. Um, Not purposely, obviously, because if it is purposely, then, well, then you need to get out of there. But, you know, subconsciously, we, we turn people that we disagree with into enemies. That's, that's just how we do it. So it has to be someone who can love, respect, and, you know, work their way into not seeing you as an enemy because they know that that's not logical. So the next thing I would say um, is that for every single person out there, and even if you are dating, um, you should make a list of what it is that you're looking for. Because you're not going to find the perfect, like, you're not going to find the right person, most likely, if you don't know what you're looking for, right? Um, that was the problem for me, right? Like, I didn't know what I was looking for, and what I thought I knew, I didn't even know what those things looked like. So, yeah, so it's important for a person to make a list of what it is that you're looking for in someone, and then don't forget it. Try to become it. Um, because you're going to... You're going to get whoever... Like, you're going to attract the kind of person that you are, right? Um, I mean, obviously there are times where people are attracted to someone who's completely different than them. But generally speaking, if you're looking for someone good, then someone good will be looking for, right? Like, someone good would look for someone good. That's what it is, really. So if you are looking for someone good, 
then you have to also be good. Um, so yeah, make the list and be very specific. You know, write down the different characteristics you want to see. Write down how you want to see that manifest itself. Um, so for example, wanting someone who is kind. Okay, what does that look like? Well, maybe... I don't know, maybe you have younger siblings and, and you want somebody who will also pay attention to them and, you know, and make them part of their family as well. Well, that's a really good way to start. You know, that's, that's quite the act of kindness. And so yeah, like, make a list of characteristics you want to see. And you can also make a list of just different things that you want them to do specifically, like... Um, I know one thing that personally I would like, if I had a job where they could come and see me, I would love to have somebody who would actually come and visit me at work. Um, so yeah, it can be little things like that, and yeah, just little things that you would like. Um, because the thing is that in life, if you aim for... You aim for what you want, right? You focus on what you want, because that's where you're going to end up, right? If you're focused on what somebody else is doing, if you focus on what you don't want, you're going to find yourself exactly where you don't want to be. Um, it's kind of like, I've used this analogy before, it's kind of like driving a vehicle. If you're looking in the ditch at somebody who had an accident, and you're thinking, oh, I would hate to be that person, well, you're going to end up turning the wheel that way because you're distracted from where you're actually supposed to be going. So focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. And then yeah, during the times of waiting, focus on becoming what you want to see in someone else. You want to end up with someone kind? Then be kind. You want to end up with someone who is patient? Then be patient. Um, and definitely don't neglect to write down, you know, the, the last two tips, which was look for someone who's emotionally strong and look for someone who loves their enemies. Um, definitely write those down. Also, you want to look for somebody who, if they have younger or older siblings, it goes both ways. If they have siblings, you want to look for somebody who treats them well, right? If you've got somebody who is always just just mad at their siblings, frustrated. Um, you know, obviously you're going to be a little bit annoyed and there's some maturing to do usually, but you do not want somebody who is generally upset with their siblings. You want somebody who you can actually admire the way that they treat their siblings. Um, and that's the thing, you want somebody who you can admire. Right? Don't, don't settle. Do not settle. Because the fact is, if you settle, you're, you're basically saying, you're lowering your standards, right? You're saying that, well, this is good enough. When the fact is that if you don't actually admire the person that you're with, your love for them will not be the same. It's not the same at all. And, you know, it goes vice versa as well. You want some, whoever you want, Whoever you end up with, you want them to admire you as well. I know it sounds kind of selfish and all that, but 
if they don't admire you, then how are you really going to end up feeling? Right? If they don't admire, at least, like, obviously they're not going to admire everything about you because you have places to grow, but they have to admire you as a person, you in general. Um, and if at any point you feel like, you know, they're their disagreement with the way that you are, if that ever seems like it outweighs their admiration for you, or feels like maybe it's close, then that's a major issue. I would say a healthy balance is probably 20% disagreement and like 80% admiration. Um, it should never be any, any less admiration than that. Because the fact is, you need to really, really like the person as they are because you don't want to bet on them changing. You don't want to bet on them growing. Obviously, you have to pick somebody who is driving themselves to grow. That's another thing to put on the list. They have to actually be actively trying to grow. And not just saying that they want to, but actually taking steps towards it. That was one of the biggest things that I realized, was that... It doesn't matter what they say. What matters is what they do. So you gotta look, what are they doing? If there's something, especially if you've suggested a next step for them, and they just keep rejecting every next step because it's just too hard, get out of there. They're not going to try. They are not going to put in the effort. And maybe it's small now, but it sure will not be in the future. If they can't do it for a small thing, they sure won't do it for a big thing. So the next thing I would say is you want to pick somebody who likes even the little things about you. You want to pick somebody who likes basically everything about you, really. Obviously, they should not like your bad stuff, because you got to work on that. But, um, for example, if they don't like the style of clothes that you wear, um... As small a deal as that sounds, it's actually a big deal because you want somebody you want somebody who actually cares about you. Somebody who okay, for example, if you like somebody, if you really really like somebody, you're not going to care what they wear. You're, that's going to grow on you. You're going to learn to like what they wear because it is them. Right? So if this person who's claiming to like you is also not liking something that, like the way that you dress or something, and not for reasons of it being inappropriate or something like that, if they actually just don't like the way that you dress, that is a problem. And it sounds like such a small red flag, but generally if there is something like that going on if there's something about you about your appearance that they do not like that is actually not something you want to ignore because usually it's just the tip of the iceberg for all the other things that they are not going to like about you 
and you want someone who you feel safe and comfortable dressing the way you want to dress, doing your hair the way you want to do it. Um, a good example of this would be uh, in my relationship. Um, well, he didn't like the way that I dress. Um, I'm always kind of wearing like big baggy hoodies and stuff. He didn't really like that. Um, but something he got really vocal about was that he does not like it when people dye their hair or do makeup. Um, and, you know, it, it was fine because I kind of agree. Like, I, I don't want to do makeup. I don't really care for that. But the way that he said it, the fact that he disliked it so much, made it feel as though if I were to like makeup, then he would dislike me as a result. Um, and yeah, it actually, like that actually bothered me quite a bit. And, you know, a few months later, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm planning to dye my entire head of hair largely because, I mean, I've always kind of wanted to do it, but I never really cared to a whole lot, but largely now I'm doing it because I'm telling myself, you know what? I do not care what that person thinks anymore. So largely I'm doing it as a way of breaking that chain. But, so yeah, you have no idea how much their preferences will actually affect you. And so you want somebody who actually likes everything about you. Your appearance, your voice, your hair, you know, all of it. You want somebody who likes you. Um, I know a lot of people would say, oh, those are just minor things. I thought they were very minor. But the little details like that actually do matter. Um, things that don't matter. Let me tell you this. There are definitely things that don't matter. For example, if you guys don't like eating the same things, that is a-okay. You can work around it. Right, that was something that, it was so strange, in that relationship, he would freak out when we disagreed on any tiny details, and yet, he could disagree with me on anything about me. And anything about, I don't know, the stuff that actually could get in the way of a relationship. So, he freaked out about the fact that we had different food preferences. Which is definitely something you can work around, like I... I've seen a lot of people work around that. Um, and, like... Yeah, it was, it was just ridiculous. He would freak out about the stuff that compromise is possible. And then be entirely entitled to his opinion on things that could not be compromised, such as the way that I want to dress, the way that I want to look, the way that I want to do my hair. Um, those were the things that were not important to him. So, yeah, that's something to watch out for. Watch out for people who disagree with you on things that are not compromisable. If they're trying to change you, or you're trying to change them, that's not okay. People can change, but that should never, ever be the goal. Because you're supposed to get into a relationship with the person who 
if they stayed exactly that way for the rest of their life, you would stay with them. That's who you're looking for. And, you know, obviously they should not stay that the same way the rest of their lives, but that's, that's the mindset that you're supposed to have. So yeah, that's the basics of what I've got for you guys this week. Um, but yeah, so that is the end of this two-part series. I may come back to the topic in the future if I come up with another long list of things um, that I would like to talk about. But yeah, the next podcast is going to be talking about um, my book to Christians who say that being gay is okay. Um, if you haven't listened to my original podcast on that, um, I believe it was the very first episode I did, you'll definitely want to check that out so that you know a little bit better what's going on when I make the next one. But, um, yeah, so that book did get taken down from the site because apparently it violated some stuff, but, um, yeah, well, I'll discuss that in the next podcast. So yeah, hang on for that and can't wait to see you guys there.